Welcome back, everyone, for another episode of According to RP on WJMS Media, powered by Black Ivy Media. It's your girl, Rita Pierre, your host. And as always, I hope you guys are striving, thriving and surviving in these streets. Guys, the streets are getting crazier and crazier as the weeks go by. This past week, I think I heard of two or three train incidences. There was like the the slashing in the Bronx. I mean, there's always a slashing going on in the Bronx, but there was the woman who was attacked from the back by, I don't know if it's a homeless man. I don't know who it was, but some unknown individual attacked her from the back with a hammer. I think he struck her about 13 times. She apparently has like bleeding in the brain. She has a fracture in her skull. Like this is crazy, guys. This woman was just trying to get home from work. And this happened in Queens. So I don't know. Just be safe out there, guys. Be present. Be vigilant. Those of us who love to listen to music while we're walking, like maybe you might want to keep one ear pod out. It's really, really crazy. It's becoming more and more dangerous, especially for women. So, guys, please, please, please be careful while you're out here in these streets. Either way, happy Sunday. (laughs) Happy Sunday. We try to find the silver lining in everything here. Happy Sunday. And sadly enough, it's the last Sunday of Black History Month. I really hope that you guys got your fill of Black History. Every year I try to learn something new. And I think I did this year. I feel like I learned some new things. And I hope you guys did, too. Now, remember, we are black 365 days, right? We are black every single day, whether you like it or not, because some people are not so happy about their blackness. And we hope that, you know, uh, that changes. But let's continue to move forward. Hopefully we could take the lessons that we learned this black history and apply it to our everyday lives, right? We need to be more in unity. We need to be more in solidarity. We do need to learn more about who we are and where we're from. You know, there's a lot of ignorance, a lot of misinformation, a lot of myths out there about who who we are. And, you know, at Black Ivy Media, we are all about changing the narrative of the Black diaspora. And so we're going to continue to do that 365 days a year. But I did want to acknowledge that today is the last Sunday in Black History Month. We have one more day tomorrow (laughs) to be blackity black, black, black. So uh, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know how you'll close out the last day of Black History Month, but maybe it's a repost, a reshare of something powerful, something blackity black, black. I don't know. But either way, next month is Women's History Month. And I, I love Women's History Month. I'm so excited about it because one, I'm a woman, I'm a black woman. And there's so many phenomenal black women out here in these streets that we don't even know about. So last year, Black Ivy Media, we launched our 31 Phenomenal Women series. And we're continuing it this year. We are going to focus more so on women entrepreneurs and creatives because we always hear about the doctors, the lawyers, and I'm a lawyer. So I love, I love to see and learn you know, about new lawyers doing amazing things, but there's so many creatives out there, artists, sculpturists, um, singers, songwriters, I guess they all fall under artists, right? (laughs) But a lot of creatives out there making an impact, changing, you know, pathways for the underrepresented. There's like so many new 
and emerging entrepreneurs out there, black women that are literally redefining spaces. And so we want to be able to highlight them. So we will be featuring 31 phenomenal black women on the black ivy media instagram slash facebook platform so if you are not following us please do at black ivy media you will definitely uh engage and and see all the amazing things that we're doing speaking of which we have an amazing panel that uh you know we've been anticipating and that's going to be on march thursday march 24th 7 30 eastern standard time and this panel is going to focus on black women and fertility the conversation is going to address challenges stigmas and myths surrounding black women and fertility we don't talk about this enough right and i know for me and my circle you know we have been talking about this amongst ourselves for a while and it's very apparent to me that there is a lack of education, a lack of understanding, lack of resources, or maybe there's not a lack of resources. Maybe there are resources and we just don't know about it, right? Which seems to be everything when it comes to the black community, unfortunately. So we are doing our part to shed light on this very important issue and to bring awareness and to, you know, just have the conversation and hopefully change some lives, you know, you know, shine light on some opportunities. We have an amazing panel. Um, You guys can learn more about the panelists in the next coming weeks, again, by following us on Black Ivy Media. If you want to RSVP to this very important talk, you can do so by clicking the link in bio at Black Ivy Media. Um, Let's see, let's see, let's see. So... It's been a while since we have had our preliminary, so we are going to have them today. But before we get into them, today we have an amazing show with an amazing guest, a phenomenal woman by the name of Rebecca Sinatus. She is the CEO and founder of Thick Veganista, and she's going to be talking about how she monetized her passion of health and wellness, and she's going to talk about some of the other business ventures that she's also in. So she is a serial entrepreneur in the making, and you guys definitely want to stay tuned keep it locked to hear all she has to say so as i said we are going to be getting into our preliminaries it's been a while so let's get into them it is now time for the urban dictionary word or phrase of the week do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth may i have the definition um what does keeps keep mean what's on fleek can you use it in a sentence and it's going to be lit. Major key. It's time for the Urban Dictionary Word or Phrase of the Week. So this week's Urban Dictionary Word or Phrase of the Week is Dino Babies. Dino Babies as defined, is older workers in the tech industry, formerly known as boomers. Example, let's target the dino babies in the next layoff. So guys, this is more of a, I don't know, public service announcement. (laughs) If you or someone you know has been referred to as a dino baby, you may be entitled to compensation in the form of a lawsuit, which means you need to launch a lawsuit. You need to file something with the EEOC, Human Rights Commission, whatever, because that is age discrimination. And I feel like I've been hearing more and more individuals within that age bracket complain about how their employers are pushing them out. Now, being somebody who works 
in the labor and employment field, somebody who's been in this realm for quite some time now, I can tell you that I have experienced um, situations where, you know, uh, individuals of the older genre, the older uh, generation, the young at heart um, have been personally attacked and literally like, you know, forced out of work. So guys, we need to be vigilant, right? 2022, we need to be aware. I'm not trying to say that we're looking for opportunities to get a check, but if you are being discriminated against, there is no reason for it. And there's no reason for you to stand for it, right? So take action. You have the right to launch, you know, a EEOC investigation, right? You have uh, the right to, to make the complaint. You don't have to sit there and get forced out of your industry because of your age. Now, if you are not competent or you are not as productive, whether that's due to your age or not, I mean, that's that's another story, right? You're not doing what you need to do. We got to be smart here. But if you are performing and you're doing what you need to do, then, you know, and they're trying to push you out and it's evident that it's because you are of a certain age, then you need to speak up and you need to say something. So that's my public service announcement. Um, I tried to, you know, find a positive way to highlight this word dino babies <laughs> um, while also like, you know, giving a little bit of, I don't know, advice here. But um, I don't I've never heard anybody refer to anyone as a dino baby. So I don't know. If I don't know the person who submitted this to Urban Dictionary, I don't know if this is something that they thought of and they're like, "Ooh, this might be a thing. I don't know if it's a thing. So if it is a thing, guys, you know, I'm always asking you to to let me know so we can help Urban Dictionary get better, because sometimes people are you know, submitting definitions and I'm like, who uses this? I've never heard this before. You are the only person, ma'am or sir or they, that use this phrase. So if you've ever used Dino Baby to refer to somebody, I mean, I hope that you, I hope that you're not, but if you ever have, or if you've heard it, let's put it that way. If you've heard this term floating around, um, definitely send us a message on Instagram at according to RP, or if you do not really use Insta and you're more of an email person, in, then send us an email at according to rp at gmail.com and let us know if you've heard this term. So now moving forward to one of my other favorite sections of this show. It is now time for the Haitian Creole word or phrase of the week. <laughs> So this week's Haitian Creole word or phrase of the week is eh bien. So eh bien, to sum it up, I think essentially, if we can agree here with the Haitians that are tuning in, means it is what it is, right? I guess. Oh, well. Or as my mother likes to say, what can you do about it? <laughs> So I don't know if you guys have heard, but as of this week, you can now learn Haitian Creole on Duolingo. So Duolingo is an app that, you know, helps you learn different languages. And it's been around for a couple of years now. I've actually been on it myself for Spanish, Russian, because there was one point where a lot of my doctors were Russian and they kept talking around me and I needed to know what the hell they were talking about. So I went on Duolingo so I can uh, figure out a couple of words. Right. 
Um, but yeah, so it's an app. It's out there. It's free. And you can now learn Haitian Creole on Duolingo. However, I noticed that Duolingo is trying to take me out of business because I was here first with the Haitian Creole word or phrase of the week. I don't know who's spying. The devil is a liar, but God is greater. Because instead of seeing this as an attack, right? I I am going to see this as just an opportunity for you all to really optimize your Haitian Creole learning. So in tandem with Duolingo, I, I have not created the partnership or the sponsorship yet, but it's in the making. <laughs> it's not, but you know, I'm putting it out there. I'm manifesting. Um, I will continue to give you the word or phrase of the week on this platform and Duolingo can be your extra practice, right? So essentially, I'm going to give you a long example today and you will then go to duolingo <laughs> basically example right because urban dictionary gives example so i'm going to give an example too but this time it'll be in creole basically what i said was people are learning haitian creole or creole on duolingo oh well it is what it is what can I do about it? You know, <laughs> that's their problem. I'm not going anywhere. So if you guys want to hear that phrase again, basically, I'm not going anywhere, guys. I am not going anywhere. I am here to stay. Duolingo can be out here doing what they do. In fact, I congratulate them for acknowledging that Haitian Creole is a language. And I also hope that you guys do take advantage of the platform. I actually did get to try it out this week because one of my cousins is learning or I guess sharpening his Creole on it. And it's hilarious to me, <laughs> the voice. Like it's, it's really Creole, guys. It's really Creole. So hopefully you guys take advantage of it. Again, the app is Duolingo. Um, I'm, they're not sponsoring me to say all this. I'm just here to give information out. Um, and I think it's really cool to be able to learn, even if it's not Haitian Creole that you're learning on there, there's so many other languages that you can actually learn. Like I said, I've tried it myself. So, um, eh bien is the Haitian Creole word of the week. Let me know if you use it. <laughs> Now we are on to one of my favorite sections of this show. You guys know it is now time for the big up of the week. So this week's big up of the week actually goes to a very good friend of mine by the name of Joanne Briere. She is the chief growth officer at Brooklyn Commons, and she is the CEO and founder of the New York Beauty Suites. So Joanne is literally taking the tech world by storm and she's creating you know, opportunities for entrepreneurs, especially women entrepreneurs in the beauty and wellness space. So we are definitely going to be featuring Joanne on the Black Ivy Media platform. And we're actually scheduling an interview with her for According to RP. So guys, definitely tune in. The month of March is going to be amazing. We're going to have some great interviews, some great features. Um, so I would go more into, you know, the big up of the week and giving you more background on her, but I want you guys to tune in. So she's definitely somebody to know, but I just wanted to take this opportunity to shout her out as the big up of this week. So with every high, you guys know that there is a low and this week's low is very, very low. I'm sure most of you at this point have heard that Russia has waged war in the Ukraine and 
the images that we are seeing um, in the news is just it's just crazy. It's heartbreaking. People are being displaced. People are dying. Babies have been taken out of the NICUs and are being placed in bomb shelters. Like it's crazy what is happening over there. But what I find to actually be crazier is the fact that black people who are trying to escape the Ukraine, who are trying to cross the border for safety, are being met with challenges, meaning they are being told at the border that they cannot cross yet. They are waiting hours upon hours. I think some as as much as seven, eight hours waiting to cross the border, being told that Ukrainians um, are to cross first. Right. So this is black people again being pushed to the back of the bus. And it's horrific that within this crisis, there's like another crisis and black people once again are being discriminated against and being treated like second class, third class, fourth class citizens. Now, thank God for social media, because many of these influencers have gotten hold of critical information and have been disseminating them through social media. And I'll actually be reposting them on both According to RP and the Black Ivy Media platform. Basically, information, numbers and 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 um, just just important critical information to help um, these black individuals leave the Ukraine and get to safety. So one of the posts that I'm going to be sharing actually breaks it down with different uh, ethnic groups, right? So there's a post for South Africans who are there, Nigerians, Ghanaians, Ethiopians, and giving them specific contact info for their embassy um, and for, you know, key officials that can help them get to safety and leave the Ukraine in safety. I think there's even a Facebook group that is going to be created to help these mostly students actually um, connect with each other to, to, to travel together and get to safety together. Together. But it is so crazy that all of this is happening. And again, our hearts go out to the people of the Ukraine, but we need to say an extra, extra, extra special prayer for our black people that are in the Ukraine trying to get out, um, trying to get to safety. So we'll probably be reporting on this um, as, you know, as these types of stories develop. But I definitely wanted to highlight this on today's show because this is happening like in real time. And these posts are, you know, as of today is when I started seeing them. But just the fact that to know that our people, again, you know, are are being prevented from getting to safety. It's crazy. It's very, very crazy. But either way, although this is a low note, we are going to get back onto the high notes. We are about to get into the meat of the show, so keep it locked. All right, everyone, I'm here with my very special guest, Rebecca Sinatus. Hello. <laughs> Happy to be here. Thank you. How you doing, Becky? <laughs> How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Awesome. So I know many people are probably saying we know that last name. We've heard it before. Well, yes, her sister is Jessica. <laughs> Yay. Well, yes, Jessica is my second older sister. I am the baby. Yes. Jessica. Not such a baby, but yes. Has Julia hasn't been on this platform yet. She's been on Frida's world. So there's mm-hmm. the, the three sisters and I've had mm-hmm. them. Now I've had you all on, in, at least in some form or fashion or whatever on one of my platforms. So uh, welcome, Rebecca. 
Thank you. I'm honored. We're all honored. Of course. I mean, you know, you guys are doing amazing things, amazing (laughs) things. So Rebecca, tell us a little bit about who you are. I mean, I'm pretty sure we'll probably guess where you're from. You're Jessica's sister, but we want to make this about you. (laughs) We don't want the people to do compare and contrast. (laughs) So tell us a little bit about who you are, where you're from, what you do. Okay, so hello everyone. Uh, my name is Rebecca. I'm an educator. I work in higher ed uh, with college students. I've been doing that for the past seven to eight years. I'm a licensed social worker by practice. Um, I am a vegan um, and a plant-based consumer, and I have other business initiatives that I'm also um, engaged in. And yeah, I'm a very just exciting person. I, I love life. I love people. I love food. I love music. And I love everything that is stress-free. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I am there with you. Stress-free. Stress-free. Oh, man. So, Rebecca, um, I want to focus today more so on your entrepreneurial ventures. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that I could probably bring you on on a panel or something, you know, to, <laughs> to really get into your social work side. But today I really want to get into your entrepreneurial side. So I know that you have a couple of businesses out mm-hmm. here in these streets that I had to find out about <laughs> through Jessica and Instagram. I will, we'll, I'll reprimand you afterwards. I grew up with her in church, guys. She's like a baby sister. So therefore, uh-huh. when I got to find things out in the streets. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> sorry, but I'm not for the streets, though. I'm not for the streets. She's not for the streets. Not. She's no, not no. for the streets. I, I found out <laughs> in the streets, but she's not for the streets. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> So tell us about your 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 uh, entrepreneurial ventures. Um, so recently, in September of 2021, I lost. I launched a uh, vegan brand. It's called Thick Veganista, which describes who I am. I'm thick and I am vegan. Um, <laughs> it is a vegan and plant-based brand. Um, we currently sell vegan and plant-based products, um, more so of juicing and immunity shots and sea moss. Um, we have detox plans for individuals. And so, yeah, we, we recently launched in September and um, we're making our way to sell more non-perishable items so that it can be a bit more easier and flexible on me. Um, but I'm loving it so far. Um, I have, uh, you know, a few customers in my network that I, I truly appreciate and my job, my friends, my family members that have been supporting me since we've launched. And um, we're looking to do greater things. Recently, um, we made 20 K followers on Instagram. What? Yeah. Girl, we're going to have to talk online. <laughs> who is your social media person? No, we're really going to talk because I've been at this. I've been at this for quite some time and I, I do not have it nowhere near those numbers. I want to say it happened by chance, but I feel like God is so intentional with what he wants to do in my life. Mm-hmm. I just literally, I posted one reel and it went viral. And that's how I gained so many followers. Um, it just happened so quickly. It happened so quickly to the point where I didn't know what to do. I was just like, oh my gosh, what's happening? What's happening? <laughs> you know, uh, because we don't have a website. And so people were like DMing me. Oh my gosh. We're gonna... Just like, this is a lot. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to handle all of this, mm-hmm. um, which makes me, again, I, I want to emphasize how important it is to Make sure that you have a plan and don't 
don't minimize or don't undervalue what your potential is. And um, if you have a business, you know, think big because something like this, when it happened, I was just like, oh my gosh, I could have been making so much money in that one moment, you know, but I wasn't fully prepared for it, which is okay because I've maintained my followers and that's something I'm trying to do. Um, And hopefully soon we can either have a website up or a, a more structured system for me to, you know, take in orders or whatnot. But yeah, right. we've been doing well so far. All right. So I want to actually harp on um, one thing that I heard you say, uh, vegan and plant-based, right? Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times people are confused with the vegan world. Um, mm-hmm. They don't understand a lot of the nuances, right? Because, you know, you can talk to one person who's like, they're vegan and they, they maybe they eat eggs, but, but some people are like, but that's not supposed, that's not supposed to be vegan. Right. Or yeah. they'll, you know, you say vegan plant-based, but mm-hmm. I guess is, can you be a vegan that's not plant-based? Yeah. So I think when it comes to veganism, so there are different types of vegans, right? There's the vegans for um, health and dietary reasons. There are vegans for ethical reasons. Mm. There are vegans for environmental reasons. And and um, there are also re- vegans for religious re- reasons. So they don't eat meat because it goes against their religion. Um, to be a vegan, only a vegan can mean anything from eating any food that's not made with dairy products or meat products, but those foods can still be unhealthy for you. Right. So like for example, vegan pizza, vegan mac and cheese, not to say th- those are unhealthy, but if you only consume those type of food on a daily basis, yes, you're having, you have an unhealthy diet. Right. Mm-hmm. So vegan junk food exists. Right. right. But then plant-based is more, you know, natural foods that are made from the earth, Uh, the fruits that we eat that have seeds, Um, the the vegetables that we eat, the legumes that we eat. So it's more plant-based, earthy foods. Um, And you can be both. And that's how I describe myself, because there are times where I want to just eat cookies and ice cream Mm -hmm. that's vegan, right? Not made with any uh, dairy or milk. And there are times where I'm like, you know what? I need a reset. Let me just eat some fruits and vegetables or do a detox to reset my body um, and, and, and get rid of all the toxins. So yeah, you can be both. Okay. Um, But which is healthier. I would say a plant-based diet is healthier um, because with being a vegan, there are so many substitutes, like there's substitute meats that you can eat. Right. Um, And a lot of, a lot of those things have, they also have chemicals and they have things that are not, that are not as healthy. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I've been, I've been this like vegan vegetarian for years, but it was more so for, I mean, it was more for the health piece of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then not even really because I'm like, I feel like if you, if you eat meat, you're not healthy. Cause I know people like, I mean, I remember the first time I started, I did the Daniels fast and I did that for like several months. My Mm -hmm. doctor was like, you're deficient in this. I'm like, but I'm healthy. I'm eating nuts from the earth. Like, what are you talking about lady? And so that's when I realized that, ah, there is a method to this. It's Mm -hmm. not just, you know, um, 
But no, I wanted to make that distinction because I think that a lot of people are still lost when it comes yeah. to like this vegan, this mm-hmm. vegan thing, you know, like, can mm-hmm. I wear a leather purse? Like, what does this mean? <laughs> I mean, if you're not an ethical vegan, sure. <laughs> it, won't, it won't hurt, you know, it won't hurt you. I think when I first became a vegan, I was a vegetarian first, like mm-hmm. you, um, in 2008. And my art professor in college actually is the person who inspired me to become a vegetarian. Um, some people thought it was just, you know, church or religious related. I was like, no, church wasn't really te- teaching that. Right. In, 20, in 2008. Um, <laughs> I learned that from my <laughs> art professor, who was a very Afrocentric woman. Her name was Professor Queen. Um, and she would just come into class and just drop some healthy nuggets on us. I'm like, you know, you guys have cut back on eating some of that meat. And at that time, I was obese. I'm still obese. Um, if you want to, you know, look at the Europeans, the standard of what it mm-hmm. is to be healthy. I'm so obese. I'm clinically but, obese as well. <laughs> <laughs> I am clinically, <laughs> clinically. Right. So back then I was, I was probably about when I started college, which was 2008, I was probably about 200 and I think 40 pounds. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I remember you during that time period. I don't remember, I don't remember you looking like you weighed that much but that's the thing right you don't sometimes you don't look how much you actually yeah and I'm short so that's another thing but um yeah in in college my first my freshman year is when I began to kind of you know shed weight um and it was a challenge that I I decided to do when she would come into class and she would drop some healthy healthy nuggets on us I would say you know what uh, let me try not eating meat for two or three weeks and see mm-hmm. what, and, and see what happens. And after the three weeks, like my mother made, you know, Haitian soup, we call it bouillon. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mom, remember I I'm not eating meat. She said, oh yeah, 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 I remember. And I'm, I'm, I'm there, you know, drinking, I'm, I'm, I'm eating the soup and out of nowhere, I felt like I was chewing a rubber band mm. and I took whatever it is out of my mouth. And I was like, it was a piece of chicken. I was like, mom, I thought you said, and she was like, oh, she forgot. So she tried to re- remove the meat from the soup <laughs> <laughs> and left parts of it in the soup. But then it was then that I realized my taste buds had changed. I see. And I, was, and I said to myself, you know what? I might as well stick with it. Um, especially because my friends and family didn't think I would be able to go through with it. I mean, I remember when yes. this happened, like, cause mm-hmm. I was just like, I remember <laughs> when I found out like you were a vegetarian, I was like, what is happening here? Yeah. And then slowly, but surely though, you were converting others. <laughs> and exactly. Yeah. More people. Yeah. yeah. Like almost everyone in my immediate circle became vegetarian right. uh, like after a couple of months. And, you know, those people have either changed their diet somehow or they've mm-hmm. gone back to eating meat. But I like to say how important it is to be a conscious consumer. So even if you're not going to become a vegan or vegetarian, just be conscious and aware of what it is that you're consuming. Right. I think that's the most important thing for us to remember. Right. So now with going back to Thick Veganista, mm-hmm. <laughs> I love the name. So let's talk about like the the products, right? Let's talk about the juices and like, so where does the inspiration come from when it comes to creating the juices? Like, is it, you know, I, I haven't, I haven't tasted them yet. I will mm-hmm. soon, but like, you know, what, what's the method there? Like, you know, what's the concoction looking like? Like, how is mm-hmm. it? How is it different, if it is different, from some mm-hmm. of the other products we're seeing out here in these streets? 
So for my uh, detox juices, um, specifically, the inspiration came from me just sometimes needing a reset. Like I would do these things on my own and I would post them on uh, my stories. Mm -hmm. And I always have my friends, you know, respond and say, hey, what juice is that? What did you mix up? And I'm like, oh, this is pineapple and, you know, apples and and ginger. Oh, it looks so good. And I'm like, yeah. Um, Oh, the next time I come to your house, make me some. Right. Mm -hmm. And this became like the, the usual thing. And after a while, I said, hmm, let me just monetize on this. I, people are going to ask me anyways to make it. Mm-hmm. And people would tell me, can you make this for me? I'll pay I'll pay you. Right. right? Those are true, you real have, friends. Real friends. Exactly. <laughs> My close family and friends would be like, I'll pay you. Can you just, can you juice, you know, do do some a couple of juices for me? I want to cleanse this week. I'll pay you. And that became how it started. I said, you know what? Let me monetize on what I'm already doing for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and how is it different from other people? I'm not completely sure how it's different. I think my network, the people that I have around me and because mm-hmm. of their support, um, I think the people's clo- the people closest to me, they're not vegans or vegetarians. And right. so I'm that person. I'm the person that they come to when they want some healthy nuggets or when they want to be able to, um, you know, decide to, for one week, do a detox or um, purchase immunity shots. Mm -hmm. My immunity shots and my detox juices do not have any preservatives in them like the other store-bought products. Um, They're they're made fresh um, upon request. They're natural. They're made with organic produce. Um, And so I guess it's authentic um, in, in that regard. And so that's probably what makes it different as well. And also there's a science to juicing that people are not, not everyone is familiar with. Mm -hmm. Um, Like for example, when I juice, I make sure to remove the seeds from the apples because Mm. um, there is a chemical compound in, in the seed that um, may cause indigestion and it it also may become poisonous. And so you can go to a juice store and you'll just see people, you just know, throwing in. in. Yeah. But there's a science to juicing. So you have to also be mindful of that as well. So I yeah. like that. No, I mm-hmm. like that. No, I mean, what you just said, it makes a lot of sense because I feel like in some juices, like when I've gone to like not a Jamba juice, but some of those, you know, when I was working in the city, there was these juice shops. They would just, you know, just throw everything in whatever that big juicer is like they would cut the apple, but they would not de-seed it. They would not de-seed the citrus. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of taste there's an after because when you bite into a seed, like when I, if I bite into a citrus seed, there's this very like bitter taste mm-hmm. that comes out of it. And mm-hmm. so I'm wondering if that's then. So these people are trying to poison us in these. Juices. It could be po- it could become poisonous. I mean, for some people, it may not it may not bother them, but right. it, it can become poisonous, especially for a person who is not who maybe is isn't plant based or isn't used to just juicing or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Right. If you're in, it, it, we speak about um, being mindful not to eat certain fruits or mix certain fruits or certain vegetables. Right. There's a reason for all of that. And so I try to be mindful when I make my products um, because I want to be careful. Like someone who's pregnant might be consuming my products, someone who has diabetes. Right. So being careful of the sugar intake. And, you know, there's a lot of sugar, even though it's natural sugar in fruits, 
you still want to make sure you're not, you know, putting too much uh, uh, fruit mm-hmm. uh, and, and combining them for a person that might be diabetic. So yeah, there's a lot of that goes into making the products that I, that I try to be mindful of. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you said that they are made to order. So what's the typical shelf life? Because, you know, let's say I wanted to put mm-hmm. in an order and I'm like, how, how long is it going to last? Like, do I need to freeze it? Like, mm-hmm. how do, how's, how's that work? So with my, for my immunity shots, um, the, the, the shelf life is about two weeks, one to two weeks. Okay. Um, people have told me that they've frozen it and like past three weeks and it still comes out good. But I say like as fresh as you can drink it, the better, like don't wait too long. Like we shouldn't have food sitting in the, <laughs> in the fridge for too long because right. they, they lose their, their uh, nutritional value and nutritional properties. Um, but for shelf life is about one to two weeks um, for juice, for the detox juices. I like to say no, no more than three days mm-hmm. um, because okay. when it sits in the fridge, again, uh, it, it loses some of its properties. Now, some people have done six day detox drinks. Um, they've done three days or whatnot. But I tell them, as soon as I give you your order, place it in the freezer. Mm-hmm. Right. But you want to consume it within that first week that you okay. receive your order. So, yeah. Okay. So now I want to talk about, since we, we were talking about detoxing a little bit, right? So earlier today, I, I went to go see a dietitian or whatever, because like I said, I'm clinically obese. Okay. So I'm trying to do what I, I'm trying to do what I got to do to not be clinically obese. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I take that seriously, you know, with these labels, I'm like, clinically, I'm like, this is mm-hmm. crazy. So now I have to, now I have to take action. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they talk about like calorie counts, right? Like how you every day you're supposed to eat or consume a certain amount of calories in order for you to function. Now, with respect to the juices, I mean, we know we, we often hear like, you know, vegetables, you can eat unlimited vegetables because there's no calories there, right? Or there's no caloric value there. So when somebody is doing, let's say, a three day cleanse or mm-hmm. three day juicing, are they just drinking the juices or, or are they drinking it along with maybe some clean eating? That's a great question. So for an individual who has never juiced before, which happens to be a lot of my um, customers, mm-hmm. I tell them, Hey, you're going to feel very lightheaded on the first day. So if you feel like you're getting hungry, if you have to eat, only eat raw fruits and vegetables, okay. right? Because then you get the full effect of the detox. Raw, fruit, raw fruits and vegetables, no salad dressing, no oils, anything of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, um, they can just juice if they have the mental stamina and the physical to do that. Um, but a lot of times people get lightheaded, people get dizzy. Um, and I tell them, if you're going to work while you're doing a detox, do you want to make sure that you're bringing something solid with you? Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you're not used to detoxing. So I usually tell people, if you, if you have to eat something solid, make sure that it's raw fruits and vegetables. And then make sure that you're drinking water. You need to drink water because you need to still flush out everything that you're putting into your system. And I also still advise people to take dietary dietary supplements. 
So iron, you know, Mm -hmm. um, zinc, things of that nature, because all we're not going to find all of these minerals and vitamins in the foods that we eat, um, unfortunately. Right. So I tell them to take their supplements in addition to doing the D it's still a detox in that way. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. I wanted to ask because I mean, there was one time uh, I was on the Beyonce drink, right? I was trying to detox (laughs) with the Beyonce drink. If you uh don't know what Beyonce drink is, it's the maple syrup or honey, depending Mm -hmm. cayenne pepper, water, and lemon. Mm -hmm. And you were supposed to drink it. I think it was like between three days, maybe was the minimum. So I try, I actually did push and I almost died on the third day. It was like one of those things like, you know, Jesus rose. I almost died on the third day. <laughs> I oh I God. I immediately needed to go. I was like, this was not. I was like, I'm like, I can't be suffering like this, you know. So so that's the last time I actually attempted to do a detox. Lord, I can only <laughs> imagine that. Wow. So yeah. So I I will be. I will probably be consulting <laughs> you. Uh, but you know what's the most important thing is after you do your three day detox or your six day detox, people ask, well, what do I eat next? Mm, right. Because they're yeah. going back to eating. So I tell people to for that transition, you want to just be very careful because your body just, you know, got a reset. So you right. want to, as best as you can, still consume as much fruits and vegetables. Um, you can go from from it being soup, maybe because soup has a lot of fruits and uh, not fruits. Fruits has uh, sorry. Soup has a lot of vegetables. Or you can also just, you know, have steamed vegetables or whatnot, um, but no heavy carbs like white rice or bread. Like that would defeat the purpose of you just doing a detox. So no burger. <laughs> no burger. No burger. No, <laughs> no burger. <laughs> Definitely not. Right. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, cool. So I want to jump into, you know, the other business venture, but I want to make sure that people get the info, people who are just like, you know what, I'm interested in, in this thick veganista, the immunity shots, the drinks I want, I want to, mm-hmm. I want that information before mm-hmm. I hear about anything else. So mm-hmm. tell us where can we find you? You can find us on Instagram at Thick Veganista. That's T-H-I-Q-U-E, vegan, I-S-T-A, right? So that's Thick Veganista. You can also email us at thickveganista at gmail.com. You can DM us as well. However, it might be hard for us to respond to your DM now that we have 20,000 followers. Well, yeah. Yeah. And that's why why I'm happy I have your direct number because (laughs) that's what I'll be doing. (laughs) Or you can hit up Rita and Rita. I'll place the order for you guys. To me, yes. And for a fee, I'll pick it up and drop it off. We charge the delivery. Yeah. Listen, listen. So I do. So, you know, I, I keep saying, oh, the last, the last, the last. But with respect to, um, the you know the vegan thick veganista brand mm-hmm. how how much are the products going for because somebody might say hmm okay how much though because sometimes you know everything's gone up right the price of everything's gone up you're paying five hundred dollars just to sew in you know braids now or whatever like sewing braids you know this sounds this is organic I'm, i heard the terms organic i heard the terms you know that sounds expensive <laughs> It is, but I, I think, you know, 
eating healthy and drinking healthy, it's not expensive. I would say you're doing your body a service because it's more expensive to not eat so healthy and Mm -hmm. then get a hospital bill. Right. Um, and, And, you know, unfortunately, our society functions in a way that um, inhibits people from wanting to do what's right for themselves and for their bodies. Right. right. So uh, for my products, though, the, <laughs> the <laughs> immunity shots, so immunity shots are usually sold in two ounces. Okay. However, my immunity shots are sold in four ounces. Okay. So they are one for $8 okay. or three for 20 and that's actually a good deal because when I do go into Target and I see immunity shots, they're much more expensive than that. Yeah. And they have preservatives. And they have preservatives. Exactly. <laughs> um, for the detox plan, I have different prices. And for so, for example, for one day detox, which would include six juices for the day, that's thirty six dollars mm-hmm. for a two day detox. It's seventy two dollars and three day detox is one hundred and eight dollars. So it's basically um, I believe six dollars a juice. Yeah. And you can't yeah. beat that because it's usually eight to ten, depending on your local bodega. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm also being mindful, you know, of my network as well. True. Um, I don't want uh, choosing the healthier option to be to be so expensive to the point where you have to just consider the unhealthier option. Right. You know? so I'm mindful of that as well. Um, of course, down the line, down the line, prices may go up. And that's, you know, you, you have to blame, uh, who was it, Fat Joe for that? Yeah. Yesterday's price, today's price, right? Yeah. I mean, he, he does, he does set it. the standard at this point. <laughs> Even if you wanted to be yesterday's price, same price, Fat Joe right. said no. <laughs> right. So, you know, take it up with Uncle Fat Joe. Right. Um, but for right now, those are my prices. And again, we're going to begin um, launching other products really soon. And so those will have other prices as well. And so, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, I mean, I'm definitely going to be hitting you up after this. <laughs> and since we don't live that far from each other, I might try to scoop some stuff up in the next right. week. <laughs> um, but outside of that brand, you know, when I was on the Instagrams, mm-hmm. I noticed that our boy, you know, Daniel Prez, I'm like, oh, Daniel has a business. He has mm-hmm. a business. Okay. the folks- Maybe you should have him on to speak I'm about gonna, this. Oh, I mean, I could have him on, but I got you here. <laughs> I got you here. And you're, yeah. and you are part of the business. You're a partner. So I definitely <laughs> want to have you on here mm-hmm. to talk about it. I, I could bring him in for something else. Cause you know, Daniel does okay. a lot of stuff. All right. Okay. Uh, but mm-hmm. I'm seeing I'm like 360 booth, Daniel. I'm like, huh? But then I'm seeing Rebecca. I'm seeing Mimi. So I'm like, I bet you this is a collaboration. And yeah. then I find out that it is because the streets. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, how did you get into this? Because the 360 photo booth has become the craze. Like everyone has to have one at their event. So how did mm-hmm. you get into that? Like what made you say, I want to do a 360 booth? So Daniel and I, Daniel, who is my little brother, um, we speak a lot. And so one day he said he wanted to do a 360 booth. 
And um, if anyone knows Daniel, he's always partying or he's always um, having parties, right? Mm -hmm. And that's just another way for him to generate income as well. But Daniel's the life of the party. And so um, one day we were speaking, he was like, yeah, I want to do a 360 booth. I said, well, what do you want to do with it? He was like, you know, for parties, we can do this, we can do that. And I said, well, okay. I said, let's do it. And, and if anyone knows, I'm always at Daniel's parties. I'm either at the door, but you're going to, you're going to see me there. Instagram um, has told Exactly. Me. <laughs> you're going to see me there somehow. And um, I said, well, let's make this a family affair because we, I have a network. Daniel has a network. And then it's not also myself and Daniel is also my, uh, uh, my cousin, Miriam. And so all three of us, we all, we all have different networks and we just said, you know, let's come together um, and have a 360 uh, booth. And the name of the booth is DRM, which stands for Daniel, Rebecca, Maria, mm-hmm. <laughs> 360 Elite Photo Booth. And so we launched the photo booth in December of mm-hmm. 2021, if I'm right. not mistaken. Yeah, December. I, think, I believe it was December 2021. Because I, I know you guys did, I think, Jessica's holiday party yeah. or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So that was December 2021. Um, and so, yeah, you know, there's a lot of parties and a lot of engagements coming up, whether it's birthday, whether it's weddings, um, whether it's, you know, work engagements or whether or what, uh, gatherings or whatnot. Um, we just start to monetize on that as well. So that's what we have to do. So you can find us on Instagram at DRM360 Elite. And you can email us um, and DM us for um, inquiries. All right, cool. Yeah, no, definitely. I was on the page the other day because I had a friend of mine who was like, they need a 360 booth. And I'm like, I actually know someone who has one. And so mm-hmm, I sent them mm-hmm, the information. Mm-hmm. So, But yeah, I mean, everybody, I, literally everybody, I just woke up one day and I noticed that everybody has 360 photo booth at their event. So it's definitely, mm-hmm. it's definitely the craze. So, I mean, at what point did you say, I want to jump into this entrepreneurial life? Because you are, you know, technically like a nine to fiver, right? Like yeah. I mean, you've been a nine to fiver for such a long time. You're in the field mm-hmm. of social work that can be quite taxing, right? Because mm-hmm. you're dealing with people and, you know, stuff like that. But what, what made you say, I want to, I want to do business on top of working? <laughs> I actually, I, I, I think I've always have had sort of like a niche to do things outside of the nine to five, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I was doing things outside of nine to five. I just wasn't getting paid for to do those right. things, right? Um, and I think during the pandemic, you know, watching so many Black creatives, uh, Black influencers become entrepreneurs and just go for it. For me, that was, there was no other excuse. I didn't have an excuse. And so I was inspired just by watching other people mm-hmm. basically launch their businesses and turn their skill into different ways to make money. And I said, wow, this is this, I, this is easy. It seems easy. It's like, I, I guess I can do it too, mm-hmm. but I'm going to do it scared. I was scared. Don't get me wrong. I wasn't, it wasn't like, you know, I, I, I just woke up one day and said, yeah, I'm going to do it. And I have everything that I, that I need to, to just launch my businesses. Right. No, I was <laughs> like, what if I fell? What if I don't get people to support me? Those are the, mm-hmm. those are the thoughts that run through my mind as well. Um, but at the same time, I'm a person because I'm a Sagittarius. You know, Sagittarius. Sagination. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm a person. For me, if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And so um, I also appreciate 
my friends and family who, you know, you go to them, you're like, Hey, I think I'm going to do this. Like, yeah, do it, Mm -hmm. do it. And then they, they hold you accountable because like a week or two pass, two weeks pass. And I was like, they were like, Becky, what about, you know, didn't you say you're going to do this? I'm like, "Uh, (laughs) yeah, I did. Um, and so like, okay, so what's going on? I'm like, Mm -hmm. all right, all right, all right. Let me pick up my feet and pick up my pace, you know? And so I think, again, I think the pandemic and having people around me that really just support um, some of my ideas and my dreams really push and inspire me to just go for it and, 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 and launch my businesses. And I'm happy I did it. Still working out some things, you know, um, you know, I'm learning as I go. But, you know, I'm happy that I um, jumped into this experience and I've, I've learned a lot from it. Um, and, you know, I'm grateful for the support. Now, do you think you will get to a point where you're like, forget that nine to five? <laughs> so, yes, but there's so many other things that I want to do. That's the thing. Like, I'm like, there's so many other things that I want to do. Like, I, I'm a writer that I, I love to write. Um, I'm currently writing uh, my first book and hopefully soon. So I'm doing that. There's other things that I can't talk about yet that I'm doing. It's okay. We'll talk <laughs> offline. We'll talk offline. Right. So hopefully <laughs> I can put all those things together and like, you know, and not, but I, but I honestly, I don't have a problem with my nine to five. That's another thing. Right. I don't have, like, I like my nine to five as well. That's part of my purpose. So mm-hmm. I'm just now finding ways to tap into other things that are still purposeful. Right. That will allow me to generate additional income but these are all things that I love doing right so don't get me wrong I love my nine to five and and until I until God says hey you know what you don't need your nine to five anymore or let's do something else that's similar to your nine to five because it still fits into your purpose I'm still gonna be working my nine to five job I feel you I yeah let it be clear if you're listening. I love my job. Yeah, some people don't like their nine to fives, yeah, and that's what you know. Don't. They want to move away from it, but um, I love what I do. I work with students, with college students. I've been doing that for years. Um, as I said, I'm an educator, so I teach as well. Um, and you know, I provide my students with guidance. I kind of help them decide what it is that they want to do in life, mm-hmm. and I love doing that. Now, maybe I'll take that and do it on another scale. You right. know, but I don't mind what I'm doing now. And and then my nine to five helps support my entrepreneur right. <laughs> um, um, side of everything else that I'm doing. So, yeah. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, Rebecca, we learned so much about you today. Um, and I think that after listening, we can see that you and Jessica are not the same. <laughs> <laughs> you both are entrepreneurs though with nine to fives you yeah. know in, in purpose <laughs> nine to fives there are similarities but you are a different Senatus <laughs> yeah I know Jessica wants to run and leave I but, know right yeah. <laughs> oh man but thank you so much for taking the time and just thank sharing you. a little bit about what it is that you do and I really do hope that those of you who are listening you know tap in even if you're not interested in juices I'm sure I mean everybody at this point is trying to not be clinically obese right I feel <laughs> like everybody I speak to is trying to get on a health tip but maybe juice is not your thing but you might have a friend or a family member that might be interested. And with the, you know, the 360, the DRM 360, I feel like as the world is opening up, I mean, even in COVID, people were partying, right? 
and mm-hmm. having events. But as the world is opening up, you know, if you know, if you are in need of a 360 booth, you know, Rebecca, Mimi's yeah. not on. Mimi's not on. Daniel's not mm-hmm. on. But Rebecca's the representative of DRM. Yeah. Definitely tap into that. Um, and salute to my business partners, right? We're gonna have to bring them on. We're gonna have to bring them on because now I feel like now I'm like they're gonna feel some type of way. (laughs) But the information I know that you uh put in the information from before, but if you can do it one more time, let us know how we can contact you with respect to Thick Veganista, and then how can we contact you for the DRM Elite 360 photo booth. So at Thick Veganista, you can find us at Thick Veganista on Instagram. That's T-H-I-Q-U-E, vegan, I-S-T-A, Thick Veganista. You can also email us at thickveganista at gmail.com. For the DRM 360 photo booth, you can follow us on Instagram at DRM 360 Elite. And you can also email us at DRM 360 at hotmail.com. All right. All right. We love to see our young sisters just out here thriving and surviving yeah. and doing all this stuff. So yeah. thank you again for sharing. And I, I hope that some of you guys are motivated to go do something <laughs> uh, at, this, at this point. Because, you know, sometimes you want to hear another young person yeah. doing, moving and shaking. And then it's like, what, you know, I need to get off my tail. Right. So. And even if you're scared, do it scared. Right. Right. Um, you're not going to know everything, but you're going to learn along the way. And that's totally fine. It is. It is. And I tell people that all the time, you know, you're always going to be learning. It's a journey. Mm-hmm. It's called a journey for a reason. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 Oh man. All right. Well, Rebecca, I don't want to take any more of your time. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, Rita. You're welcome. You're welcome. And thank you everyone for tuning into another episode of According to RP on WJMS Media, powered by Black Ivy Media. It's your girl, Rita Peer, your host, and I'll talk to you guys next week. You were listening to According to RP on WJMS Radio. About time you tuned in. Tune in each and every Sunday. Can't wait to come back.